Hello, friends. You are in for such a treat today. I have a guest today, and our conversation was so much fun. That's how I would describe it, fun. And it actually took a very different direction than I thought it was going to take. I am speaking with Heather Stenker, and she's an efficiency expert. So I kind of thought we were going to go more the productivity route at work, but really tapped into her efficiency, expertise, and prowess at home. Because as we all know, if you can't keep it together at home, if you're not as organized, if you're not as efficient there, you're not going to kill it in the workplace in your business either. So we really focused in on some really simple hacks you can do to stay organized at home to get your kids stuff all together to get the clutter out of the way, just like move on your day faster. I loved this conversation. And as you know, or may not know, I am a former professional organizer. And yet there were several tidbits and tips and strategies that she gave that I had never thought about. And so I think she's brilliant and so creative. So real quick, Heather Stinker is the CEO and founder of Chaos and Cookies. Chaos and Cookies is a way to keep moms from crumbling, which I love, and she'll talk about that as well. That's her main objective. She is an efficiency expert, as I mentioned, a busy mom of three, and she really helps us become the best versions of ourselves. okay? Whether that means starting a new business, going back to school, being healthier, she helps you feel more full and treat yourself because cookies aren't just for kids. So wouldn't it be amazing to have more time and more freedom and more fun? This is what she helps us with. Okay. So stay tuned for this conversation. So much fun. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hope you enjoy it. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. I am so excited about our guests today. If you are struggling with balancing all the things at home and with work, you are going to love Heather Stenker. Heather is an efficiency expert. So if you are a busy mom and you're like, how do I keep all the balls from dropping? Then stay tuned today. All right, so I'm going to have, I'm, you already listened to the beginning of this. You kind of know her background, but I really want to hear it from you, Heather. Welcome, first of all. So welcome to Productivity and Purpose. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here with you and your listeners. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited because I know that it's tough. It's tough being, right, moms, ourselves, working. Um, there's so many we're just pulled in so many directions and always, and there's always that feeling of, am I really doing anything well? Like, am I doing it well at work? Am I being a good mom? Am I being a great wife? And it's this constant struggle for us and it can really affect self-esteem. It can affect confidence. Um, so I can't wait to kind of dive into all of this with you, but first I feel like we can learn so much from just your backstory. Like, how did you get here? What brought you to this place? Um, and yeah, tell us about it. 
Yeah. So I totally agree with you about moms like being pulled in different directions and feeling like they might be spinning their wheels all day and then getting stuff done, but then not getting anything done at all. And it's, it's very challenging. And so I completely empathize with that, with that feeling. Um, so I am in Austin, Texas. I've got three kiddos, um, I, for, uh, they're eight, six and four, um, at the time of this recording, and they keep me very, very busy. And I uh, have a background in sales and marketing and health and wellness. And so I started an online business with a health and wellness company and saw that a lot of my clients didn't have a lot of time or they said they didn't have time to work out or maybe eat healthy or find the time for themselves, which then I then create chaos and cookies from that to help them, you know, look at their home life, look at their schedules, look at what they can change or consolidate so they can make more time to feel like themselves or do something for their their you know business. And so it's uh, been very rewarding. And uh, I am now a social media expert as well because I got so good at social media and promoting all of these things. So I learned how to do social media very quick and easy with shortcuts and, and just so it takes like two seconds to post instead of 20 minutes to post. And cause it's all very time consuming. So when we're trying to balance business and uh, home life and then you got to shove social media in there too, it's like a, a black hole. <laughs> definitely. I, uh, I would definitely want to get those tips on how to do it in two seconds instead of 20 yeah. minutes. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> And I love, by the way, I have to, and I'm sure you hear this, but I love the name for chaos and cookies. As you say, keeping moms from crumbling. I love yes. that. Or how did you, it's, what did that just come to you at night one night? Or No, it's funny. I was at the movies and I was trying to come up with a name for my, my company. And I was working with Heather and health or hacks or something with H's. And then I was like, Try, I love alliteration. It's just my thing. And so chaos and cookies came from, I was trying to, I liked the chaos, but I couldn't find the C word at the end and I was struggling. And so I was at the movies and I was looking at the menu because it's one of those places that have like dinner menus and it said cocktails on it. And I was like, oh, chaos and cocktails. That's that's fun. But then it's like, ah, then I'm pigeonholing myself and then I'm bringing in just like that one aspect and I didn't really want to focus on that. And so on the dessert menu, there was cookies on there and I was like, oh, chaos and cookies. That's a really great alliteration. And the reason why I thought of it would be a good fit is because it's chaos in my home. I got three kids, three dogs. I work. It's crazy. And then cookies, because I am a very organized person. I try to keep things clean, but no matter what, you'll always find crumbs from your kids, no matter how much you clean. So it was, you know, like that. That's kind of how it came to be. I love that. I know you also say like cookies aren't just for kids, which I also, I just love the whole, you know, bringing they aren't just for kids. Right. Like when on my show, uh, my podcast, I always ask my guests like what their favorite cookie is. Why not? Cause you always get to see, and it's, it's like, Oh, and I'm like, I don't bake cookies. People come up to me or they'll ask me on LinkedIn, like, Hey, I want to talk to you about your bakery. I'm like, no, I don't have a bakery yeah. <laughs> other than my own kitchen. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask you about your viral video, I guess, uh, about folding laundry in your car. Because I also feel like this is really going to set up the scene of how we can be really using our time, maybe well, maybe leveraging it, maybe not. So tell us about that, that whole 
all of that? Yeah. The laundry thing is a very popular question. I actually just did this yesterday in my car again. Uh, so, uh, I hate doing laundry. That's like the one household task. I just really don't like to do. We all have those like kryptonite tasks that we just don't enjoy. And I don't mind folding, but doing it and putting it away, it's just one of those things. And I was in the zone one day and I was folding laundry and I was like, all right, I got myself revved up. I'm just going to just power through this. And then my alarm went off at 2.30. I always set an alarm to make sure that I don't remember or forget to take, you know, pick up my kids from school because if you're working and doing all the things, you can lose track of your time. And so I don't want to be that mom that leaves their kids at school. And so I was just so bummed. I didn't look at the time. I was like, I'm just in the zone now. And if I go home, at with, when I come home with the kids, the kids are just going to walk all over it and they're going to you know, I'll never get it done. And so I was like, you know what? And I grabbed the basket and I walked out the door and I put it in the front seat of my car. And because it was during the pandemic, you couldn't go into the school to pick up your kids. So you sit in line for like 45 minutes, just stationary. And it's at the time I was like, I just, I sit on my phone, I scroll Instagram, I look at email, you know, just passing the time. And at home, when you're folding laundry, you're stationary. And so I thought, well, why not? And so I started folding the laundry stationary in my car while listening to a podcast, or maybe I was doing an email or maybe I was making a phone call. And by the time I got up to the front of the line, I had already folded laundry and I just snapped a photo and like posted it on social. It was just like, just fold laundry in my car, multitasking, just another day in carpool. And people now, my clients will always snap pictures and say, that's the only place that they fold their laundry. And it made so much sense. And when I rolled down the window to tell like the, you know, the guy, like what the code is for my kid. And he's like, is that your laundry? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's genius. I need to tell my wife to do that. And so this other woman, the next checkpoint, she said the same exact thing. And so I was like, all right, well, I guess it's not a a common thing to do. And so it it was just a, a fun way to just post something. And now it's become this thing of where they, you know, people like to fold their laundry. I folded it yesterday because I had to sit in the car because of COVID. You can't go into, only one person can go in. So uh, I sat and folded my laundry while I waited for my son to get out of his appointment. <laughs> yeah. And if I think that teacher, the lesson I walk away with from that and what I tell my clients is, you know, what I think what one of the things that really separates very successful women and not, or like the, you know, the women you, you see it, everything gets done and you're like, how do they do it all? It's not only delegating or outsourcing, which I talk about a lot, but it's like, how do you make use of the small pockets of time? Sometimes they're bigger pockets. Sometimes it's 40 minutes, but it's like, really, how do you make that time quote unquote productive, right? How do you make use of it instead of saying, like you said, or I could just scroll on Instagram or I could just get on email. And that's like the common denominator default of what's easy to do but it takes a little bit more intention and planning to be like, well, how can I make a better use of this? Whether it's 40 minutes or whether it's seven minutes, right? Absolutely. It's all about getting creative with your time and how it's spent and looking at your day-to-day things on what you could do to consolidate. I mean, I even would tell, I mean, I talk about it, I joke about it, but if you don't mind, like gymnastics, for instance, is a very, is a sport that you sit around for quite a while. And all, you know, what do you do? You chit chat with the moms. Well, why don't you have a, fold, a laundry folding party there and bring it all there and fold and chit chat and you get stuff done. So you're not having another thing on your list to do when you get home and you could trade things. You could ask them questions like, does your kid have a weird shirt like this? Cause my kid, you know, it's just fun. And you just, you can create uh, ways to do it in a fun way, especially if you don't enjoy that chore and also 
you know, take it off your list because the worst thing is for us moms is that we always feel like we always have something to do and we're never caught up. So to, to catch up on that. Yeah. I'm definitely been, I wouldn't, I would, I was going to say guilty, but I don't think it's guilty, but I've definitely been that mom who brings a laptop to the, to the practice that I don't need to be engaged in. Right. It's not something I need to watch. This isn't a game. It's just like some practice and we're sitting on the bleachers and I'll kind of sit on the side and a, more in a corner so that I'm not being anti. So I'm not like sitting in the middle of all the, all the parents, right. Not talking. I'm on the side, but I'm getting my work done. And I mean, I think you can look at it in two ways. One, you can say, but that is being really antisocial. You're not paying attention to your kids. Or you could look at it the other way is I'm getting the stuff done. I need to get done so that when I get home and I really do want to be engaged and I really do want to be present, then I can put my attention towards them. So 100%, 100, because it just depends on how you're looking at it and which, from which lens you want to do. So if you have something you want to do, but if, if it's something you're going to have to do when you get home, might as well do it while they're not even engaged in you. Maybe they're, you know, far away. They don't, you're there, you're supporting them. You could have just dropped them off or did it in your car, but you are sitting there watching and you have to do what you have to do to get things done. And absolutely 100%, if you want to go home and engage and be present, then you have to get, you have to explain to your children too, which is super important for us moms that work from home, that we have, it, it shows that we are working hard for what we want and creating boundaries around it. So they also understand, like, I will have things I need to do, but this, like, I'm putting it down, I'm being present, but there are some times where I'm going to have to, you know, sub it in somewhere. Yeah. I love the idea of that communication, that open dialogue, because you're, and your kids are a lot younger than mine. It's like, a, it's an age where you can be having these conversations so that they get it, you know, like they really get it. And they're like, oh, Okay. She's doing this 100%. now so she can be with me later. Yes, why. because like, for, for instance, the Christmas vacation is starting um, tomorrow. They have a half day, but I still have work to do. And I try to explain to them that just because you're home in the middle of the day doesn't mean mommy doesn't have work to do. And I, mommy will try to minimize as much as she can, but today is a, is a work day and um, I have to do some things. And I understand that it's because you're home and you want to play, but you know, you got to work with me a little bit. So... Yeah trying to help them understand that, you know, mom doesn't only work like when you're not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it starts at a young age. So I, I really yes. appreciate that. I like that. So tell us, tell us some other hacks. So that's a really great one. I think in general there, we're saying, you know, use, make use of those pockets of time, be deliberate about it, plan ahead so that you can do, get something else off the list when you're maybe you know, whatever you're at, at an activity or something. Sure. Pick up. What are some other hacks like that, that can help us where a lot of us, especially during the pandemic are working from home, small business owners, maybe if, even if you're going in, but you still have families to think about what else can we do? Sure. So, I mean, I, I have young kids, so I try to get everything prepared as much as I can to either free up my time so I can be with them more or not have to holler at them as much (laughs) or, you know, having them learn how to do things on their own and master skills. So, I mean, just a a small thing that you could do is with my kids, you, um, the shoe racks that you can, that have the boxes that hang down from the rack in the closet. If you grab one of those and you, on Sunday nights, we pick out clothes the day before, like for the week. And you want to make sure that you're looking at everything. You're organized. You're, you're like, okay, stock day is like this day. And you know, oh, they need to bring $2 on Wednesday. And so I can put it in the pocket of some shorts and each of those boxes is a day of the week. And so in the morning, when your kids go to school, they just go to the designated box, they grab the clothes of that day. And so they can get dressed in the morning. They're not 
coming into your room while you're trying to either get something done for work or you're trying to get them out the door because you don't want to fall behind in your day. They would already know what to do, what to, what to wear. And also like if you, I mean, I live in Texas, so the weather is kind of crazy here and it's cold one day and super hot another day. But if, if you live like winter time and they decide to put like tank tops and shorts on, it's like, it's freezing outside. Why would you pick that? Well, everything is picked out ahead of time and you spent some time with them. It gives them some responsibility and it frees you up even for like five or 10 minutes where you're not arguing with them or going back and forth about it or trying to find something. So you can maybe get an extra email or two out or get their lunch packed. So then you're starting your day more proactive than reactive. That's brilliant. I love that hanging. I know exactly. I can picture my head, that shoebox thing. That's brilliant to me because, and meanwhile, I I was a home organizer. So I used to do a lot of this and I've never used that for this, for this, this. like I use it for shoes. Like that is brilliant. I love that. I love the idea of, you know, each day and even more brilliant is then you're right. Put the money in like in an envelope for that day or put it in their pocket or put the thing they need for that day in that cubby. Love it. Okay. Because then you're running a school, you're running around and doing that. And then another thing that if you cook, if you're a cooking person or maybe you don't meal prep. I mean, I'm a big proponent of meal prepping, but sometimes I can't get to it. And so, you know, when you go grocery shopping, you get like that one onion and it rolls around the drawer because it's for that one dish. (laughs) And then when you go to make the dish, you're like, where's the onion? Oh, I got to go get the onion. I got to go get the spices. And you're all around your kitchen, spending time grabbing all the things when you're time to cook. And so when you're unpacking your groceries for those meals, you grab another, like maybe a clear bin or some sort of container and you put everything you would ever need for that one dish in the container and you separate them out. That's including whisks or a potato peeler, all the spices, anything and everything that you would need, even the one onion, and you put it in that container. So then when you go to cook, you just grab the container, everything is there and you're not running around your kitchen, getting a bunch of things for 20 minutes and then being like, oh, I forgot I didn't have that. Or where is that spice? And so then you can cut down a lot of time before you, you know, for cooking. So smart. Okay. I love these. I'm loving all these. (laughs) This sort of is a little bit reminds me, I don't know if it's the same, but when my kids were younger too, um, we would pack, we would pack for them. Let's say it was like, you know, five days or going away. I'd get a Ziploc bag and then put each outfit, like their underwear, socks, shorts, shirt in one and then zip it. And another one zip it and zip, you know, and it said Monday, and that was just, it was similar. You're kind of just packaging everything together. So you don't have to like deal with them trying to find everything in their suitcase later. So for sure. And sometimes and someone explained it to me, like almost like a home chef or one of those like meal, like yeah, those yeah. meal delivery plates. I've never used one, so I don't know what they look like, but I guess it's the same concept. It's the same concept. That's yeah. so smart. Okay. I love this. All right. So the takeaway there is sort of like getting, getting the things organized ahead of time, kind of batching it, like organizing it together so that you're, you're minimizing the time, just trying to find everything later on. Okay. Sure. Cause you want to just be again, proactive. You, you know, that you're going to cook that dish. Well, right. you know, you're also going to look for everything. So let's try to make it smarter, not harder and be a little bit easier on ourselves. Because what if, uh, one of your work calls runs late and then you're really, really crunched for dinner. And then you're like, oh, you know, I, and I'm not going to have time or, oh, I'm, and then you're stressed. And then you're maybe popping off on your children or maybe your spouse, or maybe you're popping off on your mom on the phone because you just feel rushed. And so if you can minimize that rush and that minimize that, um, I guess that, that space for error, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then you can, you can, you know, be happier and, and a little bit more relaxed, hopefully. Awesome. Okay. Do you have another one? 
Oh gosh, I have plenty. I have tons. <laughs> all right, all right. We probably have time for like one. Or I'll do two a work more. one. I'll do okay. a work one. So yeah, okay. if you're doing, if you're working from home and you're trying to figure out exactly how you want to uh, stretch your time out the most for productivity and to work a little bit more efficiently, think about like emails, for instance. We live and die by our emails. Everyone has an email, but going in and out of your email all day is not very productive. And so with my clients, I have them literally write out how long it takes for them to do every task all day long, whether that's work, whether that's so, you know social media, whether that's cooking, cleaning, whatever. And so looking at it and seeing how much time they, they are really uh, spending on and then saying, well, I could probably cut this back or I could even join these two together. And then we look at our day and become more efficient. So you only you know, check your email 15 minutes in the morning and then make a list of like the really prior, you know, prioritize the ones that you really need to get to. And then that's it. Spend what another 15, maybe 10 minutes responding to those. And then you don't go back into your email until, you know, lunchtime. And then you check it for 10 minutes, make sure that everything's good or something pops up. And then at the end of the day, and you make it clear, like, this is when I check my email. uh, And then any tasks that, you know, can wait till the next day, you would just put on your priority for tomorrow. And it really helps with your efficiency when you time block like that, because then it's like an appointment on your calendar, just like in a doctor's appointment. And you keep that even time for yourself, a time for five minute breathing time. And you can space your day out so you don't feel so frazzled and going in and out of emails. And where's that email? And then social media, the same thing. I mean, when I go on social, I set myself a timer because I will go down the black hole. And then all of a sudden I've been on there for two hours and then I'm like, oh, so behind. I didn't get everything done. And then you're down on yourself. You feel guilty. And then it just pushes everything out. So setting timers. So I have um, hourglasses on my, on my, uh, desk. I've got there's both 10 minutes a piece. I flip one. And then when that one's out, I flip the next one. And then that that's it for me. I'm done doing whatever it is I need to do. And then when I have free time later, I can go back on. So really setting timers for yourself and scheduling yourself is, is a key. Okay. There's a few things there I want to talk about, but one, I'll start with the, the last one first, but I love the idea of the hourglass. Okay. Cause so, so many times we'll say to clients, use a timer, use a timer, but even like getting onto your phone and like getting to your clock and typing it in, like even that is a barrier to get it done. Right. It's just like one more step you have to do. But if you have that hourglass and you can buy them, I know, and there's all these different, even like other, there's this one timer, I forget what it's called. It's like a cube that you can set it one way. It's seven minutes, one, 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really cool. I think cool. it's called, if you look, if you went on like Amazon and did like Time, Probably like timer. a cube cube yeah, timer. <laughs> timer. It's really cool. So you can set, but the point is you just put it on your desk and then you just turn it. You're like, I just want to only do this for 20 minutes, only do it for 15 minutes. It's so much easier than like taking out like the phone and doing it, which also you're going to get distracted on the phone. And so you'll I'm push really snooze. Happy. You could push snooze on your phone. If you're on social media yes. on your phone and it pops up, Definitely. you could easily just push the snooze button and then that defeats the purpose. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like, I love that, like not to even touch your phone to have to do the timer thing. So that was huge. But then the other thing I really wanted to talk about was, Okay. So I can, I can picture, I feel like I, I can picture the listeners what they're saying. They're like, she's on crack. If she thinks I only have 10 minutes of email. Oh, I can check in 10 minutes and respond in 10 minutes. Like my business isn't like that. Like half of my day is in my email. And so the distinction I want to make here and just, and please feel free to jump in. But for me, yeah. it's, it's like, you're checking it, but then 
you're right. You could have many, so let's say you get an email and it's like, hey, I need this information and can you create this proposal and can you get this budget together, right? Like there's a lot of to-dos that come out of that email. So we're not suggesting you're going to get that done in 10 minutes. No, no, no. Right. That (laughs) stuff now belongs on a to-do list that you block time on your calendar for. And I really want to make that distinction because when people hear what you're saying, I think sometimes they're like, you can't get done in 10 minutes. Yeah. And when you like, for instance, like you have those emails where either you want to respond saying received, or you want to say, okay, great. Or let me get back to you. Those are the types of things that you would do in those 10 minutes, like the quick, like the quick ones. And then you take the urgent ones or the ones that you have to work on that you actually need to, you know, create responses and things like that. That's probably going to be part of your work day. So that doesn't count. I was just talking about like, let's just check or, you know, even just going through all the spam and deleting all the spam out of your emails, you know, things that will take up. Because if you're doing that throughout the day, when you're looking in your email, like delete, delete, like go through and chunk it or, you know, set up an automated system. I love, I love me some automation, but that's what I mean by that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I have that like processing time. Like basically it's like email processing, not necessarily like always respond. I mean, some of them are responses. You're right. There's those. Yeah, really of course. Cool. If there's something that comes up yeah. and there's an urgent email, clearly you're going to take care of it, not in your time block. But you know, for me, I clean my email up each morning and each night because I get things throughout the day or when I'm busy, I'm not in there all day in front of my computer. And so when you're doing like cleanup or things like that, just checking those emails, making sure you didn't miss anything and then going about your day that way. Agreed. No, totally. We're on the same page here <laughs> for listeners, because I think that's what I hear sometimes when I say that they're like, that's sure. impossible. Like I'm in my, I need to be in my email that you, it's not really that you need to be in your email. You need to be blocking time to get the work that was correct in your email. That is you absolutely, know, like, there's, there's a really big distinction there. Great. Yes. Um, okay. These are so good. All right. How about one more home? I don't know why I'm like so fast. I just love these home ones. I've got another so home one now. for you. Um, yeah. One if more. You want. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we're all about uh, organization or keeping our house clean. And again, I talk a lot of the people I talk to have smaller kids, maybe with toys and such like that, or maybe they, they have, some of my clients have like grandkids mm-hmm. and they keep toys and such at their house. And I like to keep my house to the point where you can't, if you walked in, you really couldn't tell I had little kids. Like you could tell I have kids, I have pictures and stuff, but, uh, I don't want to see their stuff everywhere. Right. So in your home, we all know about functional organization and storage, right? And so you have ottomans, you have cubes with the, you know, that go into the nice, um, you know, shelving and stuff like that. So the key to keeping, you know, things looking nice, but maybe have toys or even clutter, um, blankets, whatever you want to store, uh, is having some sort of functional storage in your each room of your home, except for maybe your bedroom and like your bathroom or the kitchen, wherever you don't want stuff accumulating. And you put that piece of storage, when I say, so I used to say usually for toys or blankets or whatnot, I, you put it by the entrance of the, of the room for two reasons. One, when you walk in or a guest walks in, you're, they're seeing the room and they're not seeing the storage. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And then the Love second reason is like, say kids are playing or toys or there's a bunch of stuff. You pick it up and you can just walk out the room, dump it in whatever storage thing you have by the door and walk out. So you're not making different trips or, oh, you gotta walk in and out of the room. It's all right there. So it's just like one big swoop, take it back, and there you go. And then another one about the, so in your kitchen, if you don't have something like that, I have another like, I call it like a collection bin. My kids leave stuff. They bring stuff out of their rooms and then they forget it on the counter. And the last thing I want to hear is, where's my teddy bear? Where's my this? And I'm just, you know, oh, where did you leave it last? And so if I do see it, now I do make my kids pick up after themselves and and responsibility. However, if it's in my space, I will put it all in that one collection bin throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, I'll say, all right, everyone go check that bin that needs to be emptied. And so they'll go in there, grab their stuff and go put it away. So then I'm still collecting things. It's sitting right there. And then it goes back to its proper place. I love it. I love both of those. Those are awesome. <laughs> I, I never, again, didn't think of like where the, the storage placement close to that makes so much sense because when you walk in, it's like the stuff, you're not seeing that. I love it. And on the way out, you can drop it off. Um, so, you know, I I hope ever listeners understand when you know, we're spending this time on these little, these hacks at home because A, I know a lot of us are working from home. And even if you're not, it's always on our mind, the clutter and the things and all the stuff. And you're like, how do I just keep this at bay? Because we all know the more organized it feels or the more streamlined or decluttered it feels, how it impacts your entire mood and your personality and your, uh, you know, just how you show up. And so if you're Absolutely. happier at home, you're going to be happier at work, right? Or if you're yes. Well, home, if you're more, if you're proactive and not be being proactive is better than being reactive. So when you start your day, like maybe don't touch your phone. I guess obviously most of our alarms are on our phone, but don't just check social media at the beginning of your day, go and do your normal routine and your habits and really take the minute because what will happen is what you open up your phone, then you see that email, you see that text message and you're already reacting to something instead of you setting your intentions for the day and being like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm doing my morning routine and going and doing, and then bringing in the stuff that you have to react to and address. And so by starting your day off that way or trying to keep your day like that, you again, you won't lose your temper as much or won't be as, you know, now every day, do I do that? No, but you know, I try to and be more intentional and, and be as proactive as I can and prepare for the next day, leave my clothes out. Like if I want to go work out in the morning, I'll leave them on my sink. <laughs> like, Oh, it's right there. I need to go and put my tennis shoes on. So I will go because I know if I don't dress in my workout gear and one o'clock rolls around, I probably won't go work out. So yeah. at least if I have my workout gear in, I'll feel like I'm going to go do it. <laughs> yeah. Mine is at my bed. So I keep my, my leggings like right at my bedside, like Right oh, there. perfect. Speakers, but I keep my butt, but I keep the leggings. For some reason, if I put those on, at least you're like, there's not a hundred percent chance it'll happen, but there's a better chance it's right. going to happen. It's like I intended to go. I had it in my mindset. I was healthy there. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. I have to say that the, the box you call it the container box or the box mm-hmm. that you have in this totally reminds me of this post I did recently on Facebook and it was like blue. It would talk about viral. Like, I mean, I never had to get so many responses in so long because it was, it was something that I forwarded, but it was a picture. I think it was, I don't know if I had the picture or, but, or if I had the quote, but it was like every, every mom's dream or something is that someone's going to pick up, pick up the, 
the step, the box, the bottom of the steps, uh-huh. with all the stuff in it. And it was just, it was so funny because everyone's like, I do that too. My entire family walks right over it. Of no course. Ever, no one, like they just, they will literally go out of their way. Like my kids will take it, move it over to the side, like jump up, <laughs> like go up. Just to like not, but nobody picks up anything that I'm leaving there all day long to go bring it upstairs. It's like such that's a- so funny because I used to have stairs in my old house and I would leave like their stuff on the stairs and I would just consistently go over there. I'm like, you have been up and down these stairs 16 times and you right. have not touched any of your stuff. I'm not no. leaving that there for decoration. Take it up the yeah. stairs. I'm literally putting it in the path for you to do Literally. it. Yeah. And they will just walk right over it the entire oh, family. And no, I like, oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't know. Or, oh, it's like, oh, yeah. sorry, mom. <laughs> so funny. Okay. These are fabulous. I love the ideal. I do feel like I could hear these all day. Tell us where we can get more, where we can connect with you. What's the best place? So I am on Instagram mostly. It's at the Heather Greco and, or you can follow me at, at chaos and cookies. I have a, a website, chaosandcookies.com, and I do a lot of these hacks. I just show organization or like I show all of my like my game board hacks on how to save space and also how to be more efficient on social media as well. So you can pick up some different things for productivity with your business, for social, for your home. And I've got lots and lots of tips over there. I'm I'm totally checking it out specifically for um the social media. Like my kids are older, so I kind of feel like I have that under control, but the, oh, the social media, I cannot wait. I can't wait to go check that out. Well, for you, like if, if most of most of your listeners are, are business owners and so everyone probably posts social. And yeah. so a really big quick tip would be if you use hashtags a lot or the same ones is going into your phone settings and go to keyboard and then text replacement. And then you can create... Like I have all of my like middle of the road hashtags, my mega hashtags, my company hashtags, my food hashtags, any of the ones I typically will want to use. Mm -hmm. And I will put food or I'll put like, you know, FH for food hashtag as the shortcut. So if I type out FH and then in the phrase, I put in all the hashtags. So there's no typos. There's no typing hashtag, hashtag, it's all the ones that you know you're going to use. And then I'll push FH It'll then give me the option to select the phrase and it spits out what 10 to 12 hashtags at a time. And then I can go back and take out the ones that don't aren't, you know, maybe related, but that takes me less time to go back and delete three or four of them than type out 10 of them. Oh my God, that's amazing. Cause I've been just I don't know. You could do that. Is that on your phone? Can you do that? That's on your phone? Yeah. You go in your, if you have an iPhone, you go settings, general keyboard and text replacement. And then you can create, it's almost like they comes with one already. It's like, oh, on my way. So O M W and then it'll spit out on my way automatically for you. So it's just like that concept, you know, it's like, ha ha, or it's just like it pops up an emoji. So it pops up right there over, um, your keyboard, you select it and then it'll spit them all out for you. They're all spelled right. And then you can go and delete the ones that you don't want to use and then add in, you know, whatever you do want. That is great. I have like a little document that I'm always like copying and pasting them from, right. but it's or so from the notes to... section. Yeah. I was in my notes section for the yeah. longest time going from notes, Ew. copy, paste, yes. just, and now all I have to do is like mega. And then it just, uh, I can push it and it goes all hashtags for like the mega ones. Girl, I love this. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Trying that one. All right. So that's my cool. big, that's my social tip that I'm going to take away because I, yeah, I need to get faster at that. And that's a huge time saver. I love it. I do a lot of how-tos on my social media. Like I'll show you the screen. I'll show you where to go. And so I'm a very big how-to visual person. So go and check it out. 
Okay, I will. I will. Thank you so much. Everyone, you must connect. She's amazing. And um, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for for, um, sharing all your wisdom with our ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. All right, sweet friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found value from it. Also, if you like what you're hearing, you're seriously going to love my emails. If you're not on my list yet, be sure to sign up at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks. When you go and sign up, you'll quickly see why so many amazing women who are juggling it all are showing up week after week. You'll get valuable tips about getting control of your time, day, energy, and thoughts. You'll be entertained and you'll also get personal behind the scenes look into my world that I do not share anywhere else. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks. You'll also get your free resource, 21 Killer Ways to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed. All right, I will catch you next time. Thank you for showing up today. And thank you for embracing productivity on purpose. Bye-bye.